I went vegan for a whole month, 30 days straight. No I, meat. I think that's hard. I think that would be hard. No meat, just put vegetables and fruits and shit. Is that it? Was that it? Yeah. Just, just no. Oh, you beans. Yeah. I ate everything like rice. I ate soup, shit like that. No carne, no meat at all. And not only did I do that, I went with uh, only drinking water for three months straight. So I didn't have no coffee. It was a gallon though too, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was drinking a gallon a day. A gallon a day, only water for three months. And every day I would finish the gallon. No matter what? No matter what. I would stay up. Until you finished it? Yeah, because you would just look at that thing and be like, fuck, man, I got this much to go. And I'd be like, man, like, fuck, I should have got a head start in the morning. Because when in the morning, when you get them good chugs in, you do damage. And if you don't do that, you pay for it at the end of the night because I'm like, I can't go to sleep. Sometimes it would be past 12. So technically, I didn't drink the gallon in the day. But I wouldn't go to sleep until I drank it. So maybe it would be like one in the morning when I would finish it. But I, I, I don't know. I like doing stuff like that. That keeps me disciplined. Just tough shit. Like to me that, and, 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 and not only that I go vegan, right? I don't even like tomatoes. I was eating the motherfuckers. Like not going out of my way to eat tomatoes. But like, I remember I went to, what was that thing? Tropical smoothie, I think. Do they sell food there? Yeah. Yeah. They sell like sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. And I went to them and I was like, what's the most healthiest thing here I can get? No, no meat, vegan. And he's like, oh, there's this, uh, like this wrap or something. And I was like, oh, give me that then. And I bit into it and it's like, this is nasty. <laughs> but I ate it all. Because it had sauce or just because of the tomato? Just because it's all just, you know, all like you're so used to like meat and grease and Shit that tastes good. Mm. And now I'm eating uh, just pure like wrap and then with tomato and I don't like tomato. But I would just eat it. And I remember everybody telling me like, um, you shouldn't do that. You have to eat like a little bit. You have to eat a little bit of meat or something like that because you got to get them calories in you. And I was like, no. And I broke it after a month. And I broke it. Um, I broke it when we went to Wingstop. You remember? Mm-mm. We went to Wingstop. We were with uh, our sister, and we stopped at Wingstop. And you guys were eating for the first time ever, or like no, no, no. Oh. We've been there before, but you guys were like, "Come on, just have a wing." And I was like, "Nah." But I had I had already beat what I was gonna said I was gonna do it was past a month. So I think I did like a month in a, in a couple of days because I was already past my goal, which was just one month. And uh, you guys kept telling me to try it, whatever. And then I, I didn't even crave it. It's crazy because I didn't crave it no more. I didn't crave chips. I didn't crave soda. I didn't crave none of that shit. So when I, and I love wings. Wings is like one of my favorite foods. And yeah, I, I wasn't craving it. And then I was like, you know, I, I sat there and I thought about it. And I was like, I already beat my goal. You know, I already beat my goal. Um, fuck it. Why not? Right. And that's when I broke it and I ate the chicken wings and it wasn't worth it. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. It wasn't worth it, but at the same time, what was I doing? Like, what am I gonna go vegan completely forever? For yeah, for three months, and then there were some days where I was really tired, really tired, and I wasn't didn't have no energy. And I think it's because I don't know shit about being vegan and how to do it the right way. So me was just like, I'm just gonna eat what I think is healthy, right fruits and shit like that. Only drink water 
have salads. I would get salads, um, pure salads that you can buy pre-made already. So I just eat that. I would eat eggs a lot, which I guess that's like semi-vegan or something, right? Like boiled eggs? Yeah, I would eat boiled eggs and and just normal eggs. Because like, I think, so I don't know if egg, egg, maybe that's a different word. Because you know how there's like, there's like if you're vegan, but you eat like uh, insects There's a certain type shit? of vegan that you don't eat animal product. Hmm. And then there's vegan. eggs is not considered meat. I don't think so, but it's not me, but I think it's just because it comes from animal and. Oh, uh, oh okay. So, oh yeah. And it's an animal product. Oh, yeah. so, so like milk. I guess because whatever. it supports the, the thing of like, we're, <clears throat> I don't know if they consider it abuse because we're using the animal, like a cow, we're using it to get, to, to get the milk all the time. Right. So I don't know if they see it like that. I don't know, but I think when I was doing it, I wasn't well informed, but I, the thing about me is I'm. When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You know, so when I remember telling my mom out of nowhere, out of the blue, I woke up and I was like, man, I'm going to go vegan. Fuck it for 30 days. And I got up and and I told my mom, I'm going vegan for 30 days. And she's like, what? You know, I'm gonna I'm not going to eat meat. She's like, why? Just? She's like, that's not a good idea. And I was like, yeah, but I'm going to do it. Whatever. And... Just I just like the fact that I'm in control, and I tell my brain that all the time. I like through the suffering or whatever. Like even when we fast, because I remember a couple of times you were like, "We should do a fast," and we did like a what, like a two day fast. We didn't eat nothing, and like going to I went to take Alex to the doctor, and after the doctor, um, mom's like, "Let's get your brother something to eat," and I was like, "All right." So we went and we got him Wendy's, right? And I have to feed him. I have to feed him. And mom's like, get something for you. And I was like, no. And she's like, you're just going to watch your brother eat and be hungry? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. It doesn't affect me like that. It's not like to me, like, don't eat in front of me. Like, like how my dad said, uh, yeah, it's not like that. But to me, you know, I don't care. Like, you could eat in front of me. It's, it's not, it doesn't bother me. And I, I, I like to be well-disciplined, like, I remember you told me, you're like, I told you about that. And you're like, you, uh, you didn't get nothing. And I was like, no, he's like, you didn't even get a little taste. And I was like, no, nothing. And he, you're like, uh, you didn't even lick your fingers from like the grease of the, uh, the fries. And I was like, no, I wiped it on a napkin. Cause you look at it huh? when, especially when you're feeding Alex, you look at it, especially when you're hungry, you're fasting and you're giving him food and you, you get tempted. Your head starts. It's always come back to your head trying to negotiate like, Hey man. You're not really eating. You just lick your fingers. It's just that per. But I don't think like that though. My head be telling me that. Oh, like, hey, just it's just just one chip. It's just one, like that. But I'm like, but I don't like. I never like saying anything if it if I'm not gonna follow through. Yeah, I'm re- I'm like, real heavy with my word. Like. That's why if I say something, it's immediately taken serious because everybody knows I don't just say things. If I say something, I'm gonna do it. That's why mom knew like, oh, he's really gonna do this because I said I would. So that's how, that's how I always am. I like to have that, but I don't think thoughts like that. Like I should just lick this right now. Just lick <laughs> this. Man. Nobody's going to know. Right. Cause I could be like, oh, I could eat a couple of fries and we're doing the fast together. So like, oh, and, and you won't know, but in reality, I'm only cheating myself. I like to be disciplined enough to like, nah, it doesn't. Yeah. When, when the first time we did it, the first time we did it, um, 
I remember the first day, it was a lot easier than I thought. Uh, but then the second day, I noticed that I would get grumpy. Like, if, like, especially like. So you, you had mood swings? It, it, I don't know if it'd be a mood swing or what, but I was like less, I was annoyed faster. Like, I wasn't willing to take, uh, to brush it off as much, especially when it came to like, when somebody was rude for no reason. It triggered you. Yeah, I'm like in my in my head. I'm like I I would I would instead of like trying to brush it off, I would be like, man, like one more thing, this nigga gonna get it. Like mm -hmm. at least verbally, not like physically, but it would be verb because I would be cool with the people who usually. But it's like for whatever reason, it would annoy me when they said something, and I would be like, man. And I think and now thinking back at it, like as I remember one specific dude telling me something. I don't know what he said to me. It was a long time ago when we fasted for this, for this one specific instance or whatever. And he told me something and I was like, I, I, I was thinking, I was thinking like, man, don't tell him nothing. And then I, I told him, Hey, um, you know, I haven't eaten. It was like the last day. It was probably after lunch. So it was probably like two o'clock and we were supposed to eat at eight o'clock that night. So we were just the last six hours and then we'd be 48 hours. And I remember told, uh, telling him, like, hey, you know, I haven't eaten in two days, right? So my patience is not what, he, what it normally is. But, uh, who, who are you speaking about? Your friend? or Just, yeah. a, just a person from work. Oh. I was like, hey, uh, my patience is not what it usually is. And then he didn't even say nothing. And then it was back it was back to normal. But but I, that's when I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's, it has to be because of the food. Yeah, yeah. it probably was. Because my answer, all, all I'm thinking about is, is food. And I also thought, I didn't know if um what I should eat first. Because I thought my stomach, because it was the first time I've ever fasted. So I didn't know if it'd be harmful to eat something big. I think I looked it up and I told you it had to be like small, like soup or something like that. Something not too heavy. You can't just have like steak and potato. A Big and, Mac. Yeah, you can't have that. Um, But how many times did we fast? <clears throat> what, it's been like two times, three times? And the first time was for a day, and we went through that like nothing, and we did it with our sister too. It was me, you, and our sister. And then the second time, we did it for two days. We did it for two days. No, we did it three times. We did it one for one day and twice for two days. And then the, remember the sec the the second time we did it, um, we well, we were like, oh, let's let's. I don't think we made it the full time. Because no, because I caved. I caved, and the reason why is because I got cocky. I had I had not eaten for a full day. And the second day, um, I was going to go work for my sister at the office. They had some work to do. I think it was like, it was either like rip up the carpet, but it was like a lot of work. And um, I had told them I'm fasting and they're like, oh, that's, you're going to be working hard. Like, is, you're going to have to eat tomorrow. And I said, nah, we, the deal is two days between me and you. It was two days. So I was like, I'm not going to eat. And they're like, nah, so you're going to get lightheaded or something. I don't want you passing out on me. So that's what my brother-in-law said. And I was like, well, you already know me, bro. I went days without eating and uh, not days. I went a whole day without eating in, uh, in the fields at times uh, or stuff like that just because I didn't want to eat. And I was just cocky. So then I went and I was only drinking water. And I went over there and I did. I did. I was doing the whole work normally fine. And, and when it came to the afternoon, like I started, I started feeling it because I was really, it was one of those days where I was pushing myself because I was trying to get shit done. So I was pushing myself like I normally do. I was pushing myself 
And then afterwards, I started like I started feeling like I felt weak. I felt weak, and then I'm like, uh, my brother in law is like, well, it was like two or three. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything to him, but he said it's like it was like two or three, and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm gonna leave already. So if you want to leave, and normally I would tell him like, no, nah, I want to stay like a couple more hours. But this time he said that, and how I was feeling, I was like, yeah, we'll cut it short today. And I drove home, and I remember on the drive home, I felt hella weak. I felt hella weak, and then um, I was just, I was just, I didn't even have a water on the way home, and the drive was like 40 minutes. And I remember feeling like not good. And then when I got here, I like I was I had a headache, and like I didn't, I never, I felt like I might pass out. And I was like, I've never felt like that. I was like, I don't think I'll pass out because I don't think it's hard for me to pass out. But maybe that's just me being cocky, but. I came in, I didn't want anybody to know, so I just like, just said hi, whatever, to everybody, and then I went straight to the bathroom, and I got, I was like, I'm gonna get in the shower, and maybe that fixes me, and then um, I sat there, and I was like, in the shower, that's when I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do the whole two days, because I felt bad, I felt like, I didn't feel like I was gonna pass out no more, but I just felt like, the hell of a week, and I felt like, if I don't eat something, I might pass out later, because if this, this shit's not going away, I felt it for like, over an hour. So I took a shower and that's when I said, Hey, I'm going to eat something. I texted you. And you're like, Oh, all right. And then I, what I made myself was, I ate ramen because we didn't have soup. So I'm like, that's the closest thing. So I just got ramen and I like slowly ate it because I couldn't eat like that. That's how bad I was. Like, even if it was whatever it was, I couldn't just eat like super fast. I had to eat super slow. And then once I started getting some food, some liquid in me, some food, I started feeling better and then I ate, finished the soup. And then after I waited a little bit more, then I started eating a little bit more and I felt good again. But I'm like, damn, like two days. I felt like a bitch though. I felt like a bitch because I caved. I remember texting you. I'm like, damn, I'm a bitch. I was, I wanted to eat too though. I, but I was at work. And I, don't, I think, I don't know what I, if I had a, something ready to eat or not, but I said, fuck it. And I ate too. Cause why not? It was we we had already we only needed I think like like seven more hours. Yeah, cause it was almost over. Yeah, it was almost over. But that's why that's why too like it's just that's why I was upset at myself because I'm like you cave. That's not something I do. It's uh it's I've only the one time that I almost felt like I was gonna pass out was when I was at, at Planet Fitness, and it's cause every time you were working out or something. Yeah, I was working out. Oh. And I, I was just uh, doing dips. And for whatever reason, my eyes, my eyes just went like black. You know how sometimes you stand up too fast? But you weren't fasting? No. Okay, just, so I thought it, you were, it was no, related no, no. to fasting. Uh, it's just related to almost passing out. And But I remember thinking, so I, it just came out of nowhere. My eyes, just everything just turned black, started going black. And then I stopped doing them. And and then my and I started getting dizzy. And then I'm like, and then I, for in in my head, I started panicking because I'm like, I'm going to pass out. Like you guy knew I'm going to pass out and there's hella people here. Like what's going to happen? I didn't want, I didn't want to cause a scene and I didn't want like, uh, I don't know what that is huh? to not want to, I'm pretty sure like somebody else would tell somebody something maybe, or you think that's like, everybody does that. Cause that's how I am too. I don't want like, I don't want to have an episode right here or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, should I run? I was like, I, in my head, I'm like, should I run to the locker room? But the locker room was on the other side of, 
at the gym. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. Even if I ran, I'm not going to make it. And then I just, I just held the thing. And I'm like, I, I never, I'm never going to be like, help, help. Nah, that's not me. I'll just pass out where I am. So I just stood there, hold, held the thing for a little bit for like 20 seconds. And then my vision started coming back and I'm like, oh shit, what the heck was that? That never happened to me before. And for whatever reason, it just seemed like I'm not, I would never just, it's weird to just ask people for help. Hey, help me. Yeah. I just like, I'm, I'm going to just. I'm you don't just, want, it's like, you don't want to see, you don't want people to see you at like a bad moment, huh? Yeah. In a bad moment. Or, or I don't, yeah. I, or I don't want to look weak either. I don't want to look weak. So I don't know. I don't know. What my, I just didn't feel like saying nothing to nobody. Like, I'm just going to see what happens. Like, whatever happens, whatever. But I'm not going to tell anybody. And I just stood there and then it went away. Luckily, it just went away. And then and then I just continued doing what I was doing. And it never came back. That never happened to me again. It's just a one time where I'm like, yeah, I'm passing out. Um, there's, been, there's been a couple of times where I felt like I was going to pass out. Um, one time it was when we were uh, we were working over there in the fields. And uh, in Carroll, and we used to live in this house like that. It was a big house, and because when we first came over here, we shared a house with like what, like 10, 15 people. And I think it was like three families. Yeah, it was like it was a good amount of people, but we were. They used to have a pool table downstairs. <laughs> we would, me and uh, Robert, which is our brother-in-law, we would go play. We would go play pool, and we were down there and we were playing. And I, at the time, I think I was probably like maybe like twelve or thirteen if I'm correct. And we were playing pool and all of a sudden the lights went out. And like, I'm like, this motherfucker's going to run. And I didn't want him to leave me. I didn't want him to leave me. So That's because it's pitch black down there, huh? Yeah, it went pitch black, right? And it went pitch black in my head. I didn't want him to leave me. But Robert said, which was my brother-in-law, he said, don't run. And in my head, I'm like, he's just saying that so he can run and leave me here by myself because we fuck around with each other like that. So I'm like, before he can leave me, I'm going to leave his ass, right? So I started running. I started running, and there was a little light, like, because the only light I could see, I think it was coming in from, like, a window, from, like, a basement window. And it's the only light I can see, right? So I just started hauling ass towards that light, and I hit the wall. I hit the brick wall hard as shit. That's the hardest to this day. That's the hardest I've ever been hit in my life. So straight to the face? Straight to the face. No blocking, nothing. Just boom. And then it hit me so hard that it knocked me back. And I was like rocked. And I was like, I was rocked and I was on the floor. And then uh, Robert grabbed my hand. And he's like, get up, get up. He's like, I told you, don't run. <laughs> and I was hurt. I was I was stunned. And and he picked me up. And he was, he was laughing, but you could tell he was like, he he grabbed me because he was trying to take me upstairs and I was kind of like waddling. So he, he helped me get upstairs. He helped me get upstairs. And then, uh, uh, my mom was, my mom was out there where all the other adults and they were eating at a table in the garage. And when I went up the stairs, I was embarrassed to go over there, tell them, Hey, I just ran into the wall. So I just sat down right there. I sat down right there. And, uh, I don't remember if I cried or not. Maybe I did. I don't know. But I just sat there. And until somebody came in, I think it was one of the adults, and they seen me, and they seen my my nose was busted. I still have the scar. I'm pretty sure people can't see it, but I still have a scar on my nose. But they came, and they seen me. It was somebody, one of the adults, and they're like, what happened? And I ran into the wall. And then they went and told my mom, and mom was like, oh, 
But we're like, how are you going to run into the wall? This, this. And Robert was explaining. And she's like, we need to put some, uh, some aceite, some oil, some cooking oil, you know. So I don't know what it is about, like, Mexicans. But, like, every time there's, like, inflammation or you hurt yourself, you bust your lip really bad or something like that, they're like, put some oil on it. Huh? I don't know if that's, like, any fact and truth to that. I don't know. But it, it, it seems like whenever you got a bump on your head. A fat lip or whatever, rub some corn oil on that. Yeah, rub some oil. I don't know what that does, but that's what, it, it'll help. It'll help. Yeah, that's what know. that's what they, that's what she did. And after that, like people made fun of me because we had like cousins and stuff like that, so they made fun of me for a little bit. But that was one of the times where I felt like I was gonna pass out. Um, other than that, it was this because there's been times where because a lot of the jobs I done is like hard labor, so there've been times where um, I felt like passing out, like in when I was working in Northern Concrete. In Northern Concrete, there's boxes, and I forgot what they call those things. I think they're like pins or something or something like that. But it's basically like a just think of like some type of mold of a rock that goes inside the concrete to make a hole, right? And we use that because it needs to the the box needs holes so they can lift it up. So every every morning when the box is done, you have to take a sledgehammer and you have to hammer it out. Now you can't see, right? Because you didn't cover it in concrete. But a lot of times you can see like kind of an outline of where it's at. So this time, uh, a guy who was working there, he couldn't find it, right? So he came to me and he said, hey, I can't find it. And I was like, oh, let me see if I can find it. So I was trying, I couldn't find it either. And I'm like, I don't know where this motherfucker is. Trying to find it by hammering on it? Yeah, by hammering in the middle because it was always in the middle. So we're like, it has to be around this section. So hammering with a sledgehammer? Yeah, you just chip at it. Boom, boom. You're chipping the concrete slowly. Until you, mm. And a lot of times there's such a thin layer of concrete that if you hit the right spot, it would just fall and you would see it immediately. But this time we couldn't see it. So we were like trying to find it and then got to the point where we were damaging the fuck out of the box. And well, nobody likes the box being damaged. So we went and told the person who was in charge. He said, hey, we can't find it. And he's like, oh. So I had the sledgehammer and I had already been at it for like, I don't know, five minutes of just of hitting. Boom, boom, boom. No, not full force. Like what percentage? I don't know. Maybe like 40%, 30%. Cause at first you're just hitting light, but when you can't find it, you really got to do damage. So I was trying to find it. So I told him I can't find it. So I told him, where's it at? And he's like, he looked and he's like, it's right here. And normally he's right. Cause that sometimes has happened and he's found it. I'm like, all right. He's like, hit it right here. Hit it. Boom, 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 boom. Nothing happened. There was nothing there. So he's like, hit it over here. And then I'm hit it. Nothing wasn't there. So then they pulled out the measuring stick, right? Because they're like, we centered it. Like it has to, it has to be here. They knew the exact measurement where it should be. So they were like measuring it. And they're like, yep, it's right here. And I hit it again. And it wasn't there. And I was just hitting at it. Like this was probably like another five minutes of like hard, me hitting it hard, trying to find it. And I remember like, my heart pounding super fast, doom, 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 and like becoming lightheaded from from swinging. Yeah, from swinging that shit hard, and nobody told me like, "Hey, let me take it." Like, and I didn't want to be no bitch. I didn't want to be like, "Hey, you take it. I'm tired" or something. So I, until we eventually found it, and then I was like, "I'm like, damn, like that that shit really got me like my heart thing going." So I like, and I got lightheaded. Uh, aside from that, there's only been like. There's been another time where I was outside cutting uh, wood for my mom and I had a saw, one of the long saws. 
and I was cutting at the wood and I was just cutting at it nonstop. And then all of a sudden I felt hella lightheaded. And then it seems like when you're in motion, you don't realize what you're doing. Kind of like, have you ever been on a treadmill and you're running and okay. you don't know you get, you're, you, you don't know until you get off that motherfucker. And then once you get off the treadmill, you realize like, oh, I fucked up. Right. Yeah. I'll push myself. That's the same thing. I was cutting the, I was cutting the wood. And then I stopped for like a little bit and I felt it. And then I'm like, whoa. And I told my mom, oh, I got to sit down. I never, like, even taking that sit down, it like, I don't know, it hurt, like, hurt my ego a little bit or something. I don't know. I, but I think we all have that. Or at least like me, you, and my dad just don't want to show that we're hurting. Don't want to show weakness. Yeah, huh? We don't want to show it. So we push ourselves to the max. And also whenever I see somebody else doing it, but if me, like when I'm at, when, when, when I was at the gym and I, and I see somebody running next to me and for whatever, somehow timing, he starts running at the same time I start running, my head automatically thinks you're not going to stop running until he stops running. No matter if he got on before I did or if I got on before him or whatever. If once, so if he starts running and you're running, you're not stopping. It's like competitive shit. You're not going to stop running until he stops running. He's going to give up before you give up. You're going to run until you fall. Yeah, I forgot who said that too. I think it was like, I don't know who said that. Somebody else said that I would die. David Goggins? No. I don't remember who it was, but he said the same shit you just said. That like, if somebody gets on the treadmill, he said, I'm not getting off till you get off. I'll die here. Like, yeah, I'm not going to stop running. But that's the, that's the only time because I didn't finish my story. But I was saying, I was cutting the... I was cutting the wood and I felt that, right? And my mom's only told me to sit down. So I sat down and when I was sitting down, the shit got worse because it's like that feeling of getting off the treadmill. That feeling got worse. And I just sat there and I was like, for a second, I was like, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I'm going to pass out in front of my mom. Like, I, But then eventually like, I, I got good again and I'm like, damn. like, I think it takes a lot though because like, I don't know what it is, but it's like we've been accustomed to working hard and for long periods of time. Even in the fields, we're working 12 hours, right? I've been in 100 degree heat or even more working in the fields, 12 hour shifts. I've been working in the rain. I've been working in the snow. So I think like it's something we've grown accustomed to. And it's not something that I've just done, but a lot of other people around me have done who who I know and they're, they happen to be Mexican too. So it's the same thing of like, you can do it, I can do it. Um, Whenever... Whenever you go to the bathroom to take a shit, do you are you like, let's say you you go in there and you sit down and then you check your pockets, you're like, fuck, my phone. And you haven't started shitting yet, you get up and you go get your phone, or you say, fuck it. Um, there's been times where I've been like, fuck, I gotta go get my phone. But there's also been times that like, nah, I'm not getting my phone. Because I hate the fact that like I'm glued to that thing. I'm like, nah, I gotta, I can't, I can't take my phone in there. But it just like, it just makes things like more entertaining, right? Because you're on your phone and you get to catch up on shit because whatever I'm doing sometimes, I'm not looking at my phone when I'm not taking a shit. So when I go, I'm like, I can catch up on whatever it is I need to catch up on. So I'll, I'll get my phone. It makes it hella boring. You're Especially because when I'm in that motherfucker, it'd be like 20 minutes minimum. So I'm like, okay, so if I'm going to shit for 20 minutes just staring staring at the wall, fuck that. But it's like a craving, right? It's like, uh, it's a dopamine thing. Because it's, it's it's you yeah. get dopamine from social media. 
Well, I don't be checking social media. Like that's yeah, but social media doesn't mean like even being on TikTok or consuming any type of videos on YouTube. That's oh, that's okay. dopamine. Oh, so I just be it's just so interesting, like entertaining, seeing shit, seeing shit on YouTube or TikTok or whatever. Um, and I'm like, it just makes the time a lot more enjoyable. You shouldn't. You're it's like the perfect time to to watch your phone, to watch videos or the little skits or whatever. When you're taking a shit, seems like that'd be the most ideal time. And imagine all the people back in the day when they took a shit, it was just put a quiet. Yeah. That's why they used to have the newspapers. People would read newspapers. Oh, yeah. People would read newspapers. Yeah, magazines or whatever while they were shitting. Because it's like, it's, what? why not? You're just going to be sitting not doing shit. If if you go to the bathroom and you don't do shit, you don't, like, it just hella boring. Yeah, it's because of that dopamine. Like, if, if, I don't hear a lot of people talk about that though when it comes to social media that it's actually like it, it gets in your that you get that dopamine shit from it. But um you ever been like in a waiting room and like what like, well let me tell you me because when I'm in a waiting room sometimes I don't like being on my phone. I don't like being on my phone and I don't know why. It's just like I like I don't want to just sit here be on my phone the whole time. For some reason it's like weird because when I look up that's what everybody else is doing. He's on his phone. He's on his phone. She's on his phone. Nobody's paying attention. And I'm like, and it's a, it's a security thing as well. Like, what if something happens? But also, it's just like, I just don't want to be a robot. And and when I when I view myself doing the same thing everybody else is doing, it's just like some, I feel like, nah, I can't be doing that. So I put my phone away. Do you, are you the same way? Or do you have any, like, or when you're waiting for something, you don't give a fuck. You just get on your phone. When I go to Secretary of State, uh, like, because I've been going a lot in the last few weeks, I went to, to get certification and stuff. Um, and a lot of times I was in there for like 10 minutes and I was out. So I was not on my phone because I knew I was going to get called up right away. So there's no need. Um, but when I was in there, that a few times that I was in there for like 30 minutes plus, I was like, yeah, I have to. Because it's too boring just to sit there and watch the TV, the TV that they have there with the same reruns of freaking weird, whatever weird Michigan stuff that they put up there. It's just boring. And because I'm not trying to, it's boring. So even when I go to the doctor or when I go to the dentist or whatever, and I'm in the waiting room, sometimes I don't like just pulling my phone and looking at it because it just seems like more... It seems out of the ordinary region to see see somebody just standing there waiting normally than to be on their phone. But if it's taking too long, you'll get on your phone. Because it's too boring just to sit there, especially if there's not. If they got something interesting on the TV that they have there, then I just sit there watching. Have the you TV. ever have you ever seen them people also like when people pull out their you're in a waiting room or something and like people pull out their phone and they got that shit on full blast? And they don't give a fuck. They got that shit at full blast. They're watching like TikTok or whatever. Full, like, I could hear it from oh. like super far. I don't want to be that guy. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like. Uh, I think it's just. Is rude. that rude? I think. You it's think just, so? I think it's. I. I don't. Well, I don't really because I don't, I don't get offended. I, I wouldn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck either. But to me, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I just. I just. It's some people can find that irritating or annoying. Yeah, I don't want to. I turn my and, shit down. Yeah. yeah. Down, down to where I, I can barely hear it because I, I won't, won't. I won't if I don't have headphones. I won't even listen to it because you're super. You'll be super cl- like I don't even like watching videos. Period. I I normally don't. 
But if I do ever, like rarely, then I turn that shit down. Yeah, it's usually music, huh? Yeah, and a lot of times it's because you're in waiting rooms where literally somebody's as close as me and you. And I don't want them hearing uh sometimes like sometimes I pulled out my phone, right? And I had been watching like TikTok or something. And then you know how you just lock your phone? And then I pick out my phone and my shit's because I was at the house, so my volume is louder. So and then I pick up the phone and then somebody's like yeah, like talking about some shit or the devil or something that makes you look like, what the fuck are you watching? Right. But it's not, it's not like I would just, it just happened to be on that spot. So it's hella loud and I had to turn it down. Or sometimes like music plays or in a waiting room or something. And it's Mac Dre or it's Tupac and shit like that. And I'm like, oh shit, it's shit hella loud. I had to turn it down. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, maybe I just see it too. Like it, I don't want to be rude to anybody, I don't want to disturb nobody. I seen this video when I was going to work and they said that um, they they were talking about all the rappers who ever lived and they were talking about Lil Wayne being number seven. And he's like, he and he he asked the guy because he the guy was telling the guy who was interviewing Lil Wayne was telling him like, are you cool with that? Or how? what do you think? And he's like, are we talking about every rap, every rapper who ever lived? Or current rappers, and he's like, "No, every rapper who ever lived." And he's like, "Oh, I'm," he said, "I'm good with that." Wayne said that. Yeah, I'm good with number seven. And they named all the people in front of him, which is like Eminem, Jay Z, uh, Tupac, Biggie, uh, and then two other people, or one other person, or whatever. And then it was him, and he's like, "I'm good with that." And then he's like, "Where do you rank yourself?" And because you're not, you're not number seven. You're, you're, he said, if you ask me, you're top two. And he's like, he's like, where do you rate yourself? And he's like, what do you mean where I rate myself? I'm number one or something. He said, everybody Wayne said that. Yeah. He said, I'm number one. And everybody on everybody who you just were said, he's like dead or alive, rest in peace and, and all, no disrespect. I'm number one. And they know I'm number one. That's what he mm. said. I like, uh, like little Wayne, I think little Wayne, just because of the, like, his name, you can't deny what he has he's done. he's big, right? He's he's up there. I I see him. Maybe like people don't. I don't listen to Jay Z like at all. And the only reason I, I listen to a Jay Z song is if he's featured in something else. Like, I know, I don't, I don't like really Kanye listen. or something. Yeah, I haven't. I don't really listen to. I never got into Jay Z like that. And that's something that like kind of like irks me because it's like damn, like I'm I'm such a fan of hip hop and me making music myself. It's like, damn, how can I not study him? But to me, it's like, I don't know. I just listen to some of his songs, but it's never like, I don't know. It just, I don't, don't I, hit you. I'll get around to it. I get around to it. But top fives is such a hard question. It's so hard because as time goes on, there's so many talented people now. So many people are so good. And it's whether it's not current, all time. Yeah, yeah. there's so much, like, there's so much ways that you can put it. And, and, and it comes down to, to who you can relate more taste and so there's everybody's top five is going to be different it's not going to be the same you can't uh, deny it like um i when i worked at graph the dude who's mentoring me he's a big hip-hop guy too and he would tell me he would tell me not nah, it's uh he would tell me uh nas nas is where it's at not tupac he said nas is where it's at and he's he was older. He's like ten years older than me. And I would tell him, Nah, you know, there's no way, there's no way. And he would play Nas Nas songs because we have a little speaker. Yeah. And he would play Nas songs, 
And then I'm like, oh yeah, he he is good. Yeah, Nas I, is definitely good. I, so I there's a lot of Nas songs that I fuck with, but there's no there's no comparison. Yeah, that's though. what I said. Like there's no comparison. Like, I'll I say it. I say it, I don't even have to think about it. Tupac is the best rapper ever. Period. I, there's no debate for me. But I, I I would even say that's my thing to the world. Tupac is the best rapper ever. There were nobody who will come close to him ever. Especially, he died so young. It's crazy. Like, I didn't really understand how young he was until I became the age that he died in. And I'm like, what the hell? That's so young. And to, to all the work he did, movies, albums, like his work ethic was crazy. His tongue, which is something that I say, like his his way to put words together and all that, all his shit that he did was so raw. It was so gangster. There's nobody who can match Tupac ever. Tupac is the reason I started rapping, period. Tupac will forever be number one. Nobody could come close to him. Like, nobody. People will say, why not Biggie? And here's the thing. I, I love Biggie too. I listen to shit all the time. But the reason why, and it's not Biggie's fault, it's just unfortunately he passed away too soon. And he only gave us two albums. And how can you compare two albums to what Tupac gave us? And when you put up Biggie's, right, uh, his albums, when you put them up to Tupac's, like Tupac was nicer. If you ask, I understand people were going to argue that because I've heard plenty of people say Biggie was nicer because he was able to put words more together. And I could see that. I could see that uh, Biggie was more like lyrical. But I felt Tupac more. Tupac moved me. Like, because another person that, you know, who who doesn't get talked about enough is Mac Dre. Nobody talks about Mac Dre. And every time I hear Mac Dre, it's coming from the West Coast. And mainly, like, uh, the Bay Area and stuff like that. But nobody talks about Mac Dre. Mac Dre is the reason I like hip-hop in the first place. And then when my friend Alex... We would have a debate when we were kids and we were to, uh, he would say Tupac is better. And I was like, no, he's not because I was ignorant to Tupac. I didn't know anything about Tupac. So I was like, no, he's not. Mac Dre, he's the best. And he would play, he would play Tupac songs. And then I became a fan. And then as I got older, I went to his catalog and I'm like, damn, Tupac is, Tupac is nicer. It just is what it is. He's nicer. But, but Mac Dre is super under talked about. He's underrated. Deserves way more, like, people speaking his name and stuff like that. Especially because he died too soon, too. Mac Dre was that Stockton shit. When I think Stockton, even though he wasn't Stockton, he was Bay Area. Like, he, nah, he was, everybody was bumping Mac Dre. Everybody. Like, Mac Dre is a heavyweight. People got to put respect on Mac Dre. I don't think I remember, I don't, I don't know any other hip-hop. Or, or or rap, right? I like when when we first started listening to music. Like I didn't music didn't come into my life until Acacia Street. Acacia Street when our cousins moved down the street. That's when music originally came into my head. Or I started listening to it. We would get for our birthday they gave us a CD player, and we would we would burn CDs, Mac Dre CDs. And it it was it was because I'm not sure what a what a Mac Dre CD was worth back then. Like if you went and bought it at the store, but we were little kids. We I just knew 
We would get them from the flea market. Burn ones? Yeah, burn oh, ones. Yeah. yeah, we wouldn't yeah. make them. We would get them from the flea market. Oh, I had a right. whole collection of Mac Dracities, and we kept it in this uh, expedition. It was my dad's expedition, and my sister took it. I, ne- I always left my CDs in there, right? And my sister took it to Rite Aid in Stockton, and she said when she came out, the window was busted, and they had ran through the shit, and they took all my Mac Dre CDs. That just lets you know right there how hard Mac Dre, Mac Dre is. That the fact that they're stealing my CDs. This was back when CDs was like the thing, uh-huh. yeah. you know? And I had collected them. And not all of them were legit. They were like burnt from the from the flea market. But they took all my CDs. And I remember being bummed like, damn, they took all my shit. Because uh, Mac, like I said, Mac Dre was hella heavy. And and it was it, we learned that from our cousins because our cousins were always bumping that shit. And that shit grew on us. And then they were bumping like too short and yeah, that's when you heard like E40. And so basically like the hyphy shit was our introduction to hip hop. And then from that, it led to Tupac and other people. Cause I remember even like hearing Jim Jones, remember? Yeah. Back in Stockton, like yeah. we fly, remember that oh, shit? Yeah. That people were bumping that shit. So that's how we got introduced to hip hop was through the hyphy yeah. shit. And and maybe that's why it's so why we fuck with it so much. It's because it's like our from our childhood shit. But you, <laughs> I listen to two. I I always it seemed like every damn every Tupac song I've already heard it a million times. It seemed like that, right? And even now though, as because I not and not every song do I you listen to it, but you never really listened to it when I was little. I listened, I literally, you don't know what he's talking about. He just, it's just catchy or you just like some things he says or whatever, but not until you're older. Well, yeah, because I, I listened to it. I actually listened to it, but you, like you were saying, we just, you don't, I didn't understand the shit he was saying because I wasn't of that age to understand it. So it's almost like a, it almost like replay value because when you listen to something as a kid and you don't fully understand it and you come back to it as an adult. And that's what I did with Tupac's whole catalog. And that's what made me like, yeah, Tupac's number one. Num- like, no debate for me. Nobody can come and, and take that position from him. He'll forever be number one. I, I don't know. I just don't see it. Who's going to beat him? Who's, who's, who's number two then? Like, it's, it's, if this, if Tupac is on, like, it's like Mount Everest, where it's like, it's so hard it's though. So high. This top five is so hard. Who's to the one? point where I don't even want to say it because it's like it's so it's so hard. To, Just number two. It's so There's hard. There's no close. It's a close. It's like is it is it is it like number two uh, amongst like when it comes to everyone and everyone who ever lived type shit, whoever rapped. Um, is it is number two concrete or is it between this guy and this guy? No, no after number one, nothing is concrete. It's just so hard for me because I feel like if I name a top five, somebody's getting left out and that's not right. But um, like, I think, I think certain people are super underrated and don't get any love and well, they get love, but I don't mean like they should not, not from what I think they deserve. And people like tech nine, you know, tech nine is now getting, I feel like he's getting a little bit more attention, but he deserves way more. He's he's hella nice. People like Tech Nine. Somebody else too who is like super up there for me is Big Crit. Big Crit is hell. Big Crit is the like definition of underrated. 
super underrated. Like I, Big Crit, his his ability to make songs is like I don't think he's, nobody can match it. He makes good ass songs, and he's super like he got the melody down. He's super good with it. And when I listen to his album, uh, Digital Roses Don't Die, a lot of people were like, "We don't want to hear this shit, like love song stuff and shit like that." Me, I was like, I just I just appreciate it because. To me, I'm like, this shit is so good. And and I was surprised when people were saying, like, it's not that good. Right? Because big crit fans, I understand that probably as a huge big crit fan, that's probably not what they wanted. But here he gave us the double album. And I, I like it when somebody tries something new. And he did a whole album about, like, love and shit like that. But it was hard. So I just think, like, and I gave that album a damn 10. And I know people that's, that the people are going to be like, shut up. That's not it. But to me, that shit was a 10. Big Chris shit was a 10. And it's because I'm not judging it like as the as the whole Big Chris album that I that I want. Like, that was the double CD. That shit was a damn, it was a 10 too. The double CD we got from him. Um, that shit was hella good. And also too, I just think I, he's not talked about enough. He definitely should be talked about enough because he, he's up there and I feel like he don't get enough love. The first time the first time that you told me about it, it was in the fields, right? Yeah, because I remember what I would do is I would download mixtape uh, mixtapes off Dapiff because they were free. Right? So every day I would like I, I'm a huge hip hop fan. I would wait. Like when I remember Yellow Wolf released his shit, I would wait on datpiff.com. People probably don't even know what that is. Some people don't know. But I would wait for the release and the fucking website would crash because it just dropped. Trunk Music dropped. It was like a Trunk Music. Um, I don't know which one it was. He has glasses on in the cover. Oh, and he has right. a hat. Something like that. I don't know. But I believe it was that. Cool. But... uh. Yeah, but Big Crit, so I would just, going back to that Piff, whatever, I would just download a bunch of mixtapes and when, and I would just listen to them because I had so much time in the fields, 12 hours every day. I was just in the fields and I would always want something new to listen to. And one of those albums or mixtapes was Big Crit's and it was his first one, uh, Crit, is, Crit Was Here or something? Crit Was Here or Crit Is Here? Yeah. One of those, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but it was that one. And I remember listening to that shit Mm, that shit was like uh, every day. I played that shit every day, and then really like consumed it, sat with it. And then after that, I went to the. I, I knew he had more, so I had downloaded all of them. As soon as I heard that one, I da- downloaded every single one I could find on that piff. Downloaded all of them, and then just slowly went to the next one. And they were all super good. His mixtapes are solid. Big big crit. His mixtapes. It's like. What Lil Wayne level, right? Because Lil Wayne was dropping mixtapes like crazy. Remember, Lil Wayne was was rapping over people's beats and rapping better than the original person who was rapping on the beat. And that was on uh, No Ceilings. You remember that or no? No. But yeah, but that's what I think. Big Crit is hella underrated. I can't I can't say it enough. I didn't like him. Remember, Big Crit. You told me at first. And I was like, it's not it. Remember or no? 
Yeah, I remember. I remember I tell you a lot of times. I tell you, and I tell you, I be telling you before artists blow. I be telling you, hey, this guy. And you'd be like, and you would listen to him, and you'd be like, nah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I and I'd be like, you're tripping. Like, you, you, you can't hear what. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I do remember they create. I don't know. I don't know what the hell you played me. I don't know. Because I didn't I like played it. you the banana clip theory. I didn't like it. And then that shit became your anthem and shit for a while. That's my freaking... Alarm? Yeah, that's my alarm. I hate that song. You know, the one thing I hate the most in my life when it comes to alarms is that setting from Android. I think it's Android or Galaxy or whatever that phone was. Where the lady is like, it is five o'clock now. Yeah, that was that was my phone, huh? What phone was that? It was my phone. I think it was uh, a ZTE, an Axon 7, I believe it was. Okay. And that was my alarm. That was my alarm in the morning and uh, in Mississippi when we used to work in the cotton field. I mean, the cotton field, the cotton gin. And I remember how annoying you said that shit yeah, was. Shit and I remember telling you, you want me to change it. And you, I think you told me no, because you're like, it gets us up, whatever. I hate that girl. It is five o'clock now. And we'd get up. It's just like every ringtone now. Even like the standard iPhone one. That shit's annoying, huh? Because yeah. it wakes you up every day. That shit gets annoying all the time. Yeah, people say you're not supposed to wake up like that. You're supposed to wake up with something. You're supposed to wake up ideally is with sun with sunlight. There's there's some things that you can buy. That I thought or about your it. Or yeah, I thought about it that like will open them for you. You could put it on a timer and it will like six a.m. It will open up slowly, and they say that's like the natural way of waking up your brain with slowly getting light instead of just immediately just with an alarm. They say that if you're sleeping right and if you're in a deep sleep. And and I'm like, and I wake you up for something as simple as, for something as simple as like, hey, where's the keys at? Or something like that. And you tell me, you wake up and you tell me, oh, they're in the kitchen or whatever. And then, all right, and you go back to sleep. I just fucked up your sleep. Like, because you you might not, you're, you're 100% not going to achieve the same sleep that you would achieve if I didn't disturb you. You hit like REM sleep and stuff like that. When it comes to sleep, I've been, I, I, I've sucked at that. At being able to manage getting good sleeping. I've sucked at it for years. Um, and I think, I think it's like, it's bad, right? Because I, I would get sometimes three hours and then two hours and then two hours again. And, and you can't do that. And to the point where I would get paranoid and I would see shit, like not literally see shit, but it was almost like, have you ever like passed the kitchen or something and thought something was there? And then you have to like adjust and look at it and it's not there. Like that, that would happen a lot more often. And even small things like things brushing up against me were like, I don't know. Startle you? Yeah, like it was so weird. So I'm like, nah, sleep's not important. I got to I gotta give my sleep in. But I still struggle with that. For me, in the nighttime, I get energy. And it's crazy because... I can be exhausted and it'd be time to go to bed and I'll be exhausted. And then I'll stay up till like 12 and then my energy starts coming. And then it's an overwhelming energy. And I'm like, because I make music, I'm like, I got to capture it. So if I get an idea, I'm like, fuck, I got to capture it. And I don't give a fuck what time it is. I'm like, I've done like, there's been times where I went into the studio Probably like at 8 p.m. 
There was this one time, and it was when I was recording Halfway for the Nine, which is that one right there, the red and blue one right there. I was recording a song off that called Halfway. Uh, and I'll never forget it because it was one of the longest sessions ever. And it was, uh, yeah, I went in there at eight. And when I came out, the sun was up. It just took you that long to come up with the song or like to figure out how you wanted it or you or why? Because I recorded it and then I recorded it and then I was jamming to it, just listening to it over and over and over and over again. And then I'm like, I'm going to mix this shit. I was like, it was so good to me. And it meant so much to me that I was like, I'm going to mix it right now. I'm not waiting till tomorrow. So I just sat in the studio. I mixed it. And after I mixed it, I'm listening to it again over and over and over and over again because it was so good. And then uh, after I mixed it, I was like, might as well finish it, master the shit. And then when I came out, the sun was up. It was like seven, seven or six. And I didn't know. And the reason why I didn't know is because my studio is covered in all like curtains. You can't see shit and blankets and shit. You can't see the outside world. So you just, and I didn't know because no light came in. And when I came out, I remember my dad was going to work. And he looked at me and he's like, you went in there this early? And I was like, I'm coming out. And he's like, what the hell? And that was probably the longest session I've ever done. But it's crazy how I could just be in a room by myself for hours. Because I'm just in creative mode. But like all my energy, a lot of times comes from the nighttime. And I don't know if it's like something I programmed myself to do because I've done it for over a decade. Where I always get in the nighttime because in the nighttime, nobody bothers me. Outside of our family, who has been the nicest to you? When, when I went to Mexico, and I was telling our niece this story today. Um, I went to Mexico, right? And I seen, I seen our grandma, our great grandma, and I never met her ever. And I seen her and she seen me and she was nice to me. Right. But the one thing she, she was in her nineties and she would walk with a stick. She didn't even have a cane in Mexico. She just had a stick and she would walk with a stick. And one thing that I think I'll never forget is how she would wake up in the morning, right? She would wake up in the morning and she would have soup. I don't know if she would make the soup or anything. I don't know if she bought it. I don't know where she, she probably made it. But in the morning, she would get up and she would have this soup. She would get her cane. And she this one time, she walked over, right? Probably like 150 feet, i say. 150 feet. Because they all live in a ranch, right? So... The distance from her house to where we were staying at, it was like 150 feet, 200 feet, something like that. But she walked over, right? I was outside and she walked over with a bowl of soup and she was walking over slowly with the cane, with her stick. And she brought it to me. I didn't, I didn't expect that she, for me, keep in mind, I don't know her. Like she's my great grandma, but I never talked to her or anything. And she came up to me and she said, then Miko, like here. And and to me that hit me because I'm like, it really showed me like, damn, like I felt loved by somebody I like who didn't know me just because of who I am. And for her to do that for me, like it made me feel like grateful. Like, wow, wow, like you the fact that you got up 
and you walked all that with your cane just to bring me some soup. Yeah, like I don't know. That was that was a moment of that was a moment of kindness that I'd like had never received. Even though it's my great grandma, she was like a stranger. But the fact that she loved me automatically because of who I was, which was, you know, because I'm, I'm her. What is it? Because that's my great grandma. She's great grandson. Oh. But just the fact that she knew, like, this is my great grandson, and it doesn't matter who he is, how he looks like, she, what he's done. She didn't care about nothing, right? She just came up to me, and got up and and brought me the soup. Was the soup good? I don't remember. I don't remember if it was good or not. But I think, to me, that that's the kindest. Like, when I think of kindness, I always remember that. Is it just me or do I have to eat everything with chile? Like, I be eating everything with chile. Cereal? And it's almost, no, not cereal. <laughs> but like, um, I've been noticing that. Like, everything I be eating with chile. Like, if I get, if I, I don't even know. If I'm eating a burger, I want chile. If I'm eating pizza, I put uh, pepper flakes on there. If I'm eating, you name it, I'm getting chile. It just makes it better. And to the point where sometimes it irritates my stomach I'm eating so much. But I'm like... It's worth is it. that just me? Yeah, it just means it just to me like some people are like I don't like hot sauce, and I'm like how? Yeah, just because you don't want to suffer. But to me, that spice it has so much flavor too. It's not yeah. just spice. Yeah, it's the flavor. I think it's this. I don't like 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 I don't like chile that's just spicy. That's not what I I don't fuck with it like that. If it's just puro spice, I don't fuck with it. If it has flavor and then it has spice, yeah. Because if it has flavor, it needs to have spice. Yeah, I can't. I, you can't have one or the other. You can't have both. I mean, you no. can't have one. Well, I guess unless it's like barbecue sauce and stuff. Nah, like I'm, we're talking about chile. But though, if so. it's chile, you if yeah. it's good, it's got to be spicy. It got to be it got to be spicy and it got to have a good flavor. Yeah. So when it has both, hell yeah. And certain chiles are like I always I I can look at a chile and know exactly what it's designed for. It's like especially with Mexicans. Where like we go to a Mexican restaurant, they are, that's why they give you different bottles, I guess, for preference, but I already know I can taste it and I'll be like, okay, this is meant for this. It's for me. Like if you have steak, it's got to be green unless it's a burrito, which then it's, it seems like the, my mom's red one or the green sauce. That's what you I'll eat I'll be with. putting both in there though. When, when, have you ever had the avocado? Like pe- now people are seeing, I'm seeing like Mexican restaurants be having the avocado uh, chile. That's like, yeah, that's always been around though. I, I, well, I guess maybe I just haven't noticed it, but, um, that it seems like, 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 let's say, uh, every chile has its purpose, at least in my life. So when I eat like noodles, if I'm eating noodles, I won't eat it unless it's tapatio, which is the Mexican hot sauce. I just, I can't use Valentina. That's nasty. You can't, yeah, I can't eat like just noodles by themselves. I can, but it's just not it's, as good. It's not worth it. You have to put hot sauce in. Yeah, it's probably horrible for you as it is. Um, and I don't like putting hot water. Like using the cup noodles, right? You're meant to put hot water in that motherfucker. Put the little fucking... Put the little... T- the, like a, a fork or something over top and let it cook for so many minutes. Fuck all that shit. They say you're not supposed to put it in the microwave because of the carcinogens inside the container that it's in, but and it causes cancer or whatever, but it tastes way better if you put it in the microwave. So 
It's worth Everybody it. puts it in the microwave. Yeah, it, we've always done it our whole lives. Nobody said shit until... And I didn't know about this until I was... Even though it's on the fucking thing, huh? Yeah, do not microwave. If you microwave. look at the fucking cup, it says right there, do not microwave. <laughs> but I still microwave it because that shit tastes better. That shit is hella good. But tapatio. If you're eating... If you're eating cup noodles, eat tapatio. That's the way to go. I talked to our cousin and she said no. She's just as Mexican as us. And she, she said, said no Valentina. No. And I was like, what? No, her She's taste... like, tapatio is too spicy. I'm like, no, it's not. Her, like, like homeboy said, your taste buds don't work right. <laughs> like they, they... But I, I add both. You know what Valentina, Valentina adds? It adds flavor. So I Valentina. put Valentina in, it turns the shit red. And then I put tapatillo and hit me with the spice. Yeah. And that shit's good. Tapatillo is spicier. Yeah. So I think that that's maybe why I like it more. But Valentina, the taste is meant for chips. Like yeah. it's meant for chips. If, if, yeah, it's meant for chips. Like tapatillo's good with hot Cheetos too, though. Like I, I haven't done this since I was a little kid, but I remember me and Carlos would uh, share, which are, is my cousin, and we would share a bag of hot Cheetos. And we fill it with tapatio, and that shit was spicier than the motherfucker, but it was good. <laughs> I drank tapatio once. Uh, we just chugged that motherfucker? Yeah, because me and uh, my cousin, we were in the fields and just fucking around. We're like, we should take a shot of this, like swig it. And uh, and uh, he he, I gave uh, I was I went first, and I told him every time we get paid because it was payday. So every time we get paid, we got to take a chug of tapatio. And he was like, Nah, fuck that. Just one time. I'm like, all right then. So I opened up the cap, right? I opened up the cap of the tapatio, and I went goop like a big ass one. Gulp? Yeah, like a gulp of tapatio. And I took it, and it was spicy as hell. But uh, I ended up, I ended up like semi throwing up, not fully, but I did like a little bit. And after he seen me, then he just took a little like, he didn't take as much as me, but he took a little, a little sig, a little swig at me. But uh, another thing, um. How lucky are we that we're Mexican and we our mom makes hot sauce, makes all the sauces. She knows how to make the guacamole one, the red one, the green one. Not only that, she knows how to make tacos, burritos. And a lot of people have told me like, damn, bro, you're lucky because you have all this shit. A lot of people are like, look forward to like Taco Tuesday, how they call it. Like well, Taco Tuesday, we have tacos down here all the time. That tacos is a standard for us. That's like a three, four times a week sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, we it's just like carne, carne chile. Um, I I I I think we under we it's underappreciated or undervalued or no, we value it. We value uh, it. It's just that when you have something so often, sometimes you we, crave other. We take things. it for granted, I yeah. think, because it's like we, this is standard for us. No, but like yeah, I be and, and I be it, eating it sometimes though, and I'm like, damn, damn this shit, this shit hella, hella good. good. Yeah, and and you is you get reminded of how good it is because I remember sometime when I would go to work, I would take burritos. And my coworker, he would like, you want to trade? You want to trade? And then sometimes I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't be feeling the burrito today. So I would trade him for like a microwave with a cheeseburger. And he was like, how the hell are you going to like, he would trade it. He would love it. But he would be like, how the hell are you going to trade me a burrito for a microwave with a cheeseburger? Like, it's like, like basically like saying like, I'm He's ripping like you off. You. Yeah. yeah like, like, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, but it's cause you don't understand. I eat this shit all the time. And also, like, you're going to enjoy it. Like, it's, You're more so doing it for him than you, you're doing it for yourself. It's a boat It's a boat thing. But I remember he used to clown me a lot because I did that. Sunday, so he would ask me, hey, you want to trade? You want to trade? <laughs> yeah, when I take food to the to work, it, I'm not sure if they're just being nice, though. That's why I don't know. I'm not. I don't, it'd, be, it'd be, 
I, I'm not sure how genuine it is, but everybody says they fuck with it. I right? think I think I don't think they're lying to you. I think I don't think I've ever met somebody who doesn't like Mexican food. Well, who hasn't like doesn't like my mom's food? Because I've had Mexican food and I don't fuck with it. I've had Mexican food at a restaurant and I'm like, this is trash. This is trash. The rice is trash. The beans are oh, trash. Yeah. Yeah. And the chicken and, the and that happens that's a lot. Trash. And everybody is fucking with it. They're like eating this shit's amazing and everything. I'm like, what are you talking about? You obviously never had good good rice and yeah. good beans from like. And and I, I was like, to me, it's like this is shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and people love it. Yeah. And a lot of people have told us because they tried my mom's food. They're like, you should open up a restaurant. And we thought about that. And it's just it's just not as easy, right? But but I think definitely we can do it because mom's food is good. But you said nobody has not like my mom's food, right? Well, our cousin, right? Our cousin. And I'm not going to say his name, but he knows who he is. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, one time... He was eating the food or something like that. And I told him, that shit good, huh? And he's like, yeah. He's like, um, he's like, yeah, but my mom's rice is a little bit better. Because he's Mexican too. So he's like, my mom's rice is a little bit better. And I have tried his mom's rice. And when he took that jab, I, 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 I took the jab back because now we're being truthful, right? So he told me, my mom's rice is a little bit better. And I was like, hell no. I tried your mom's rice. It's not better than my mom's rice. And I was fucking with him and I was like... Uh, I'm gonna tell my mom that you said that. He's like, no, don't tell her, don't tell her, don't tell her. Uh, but I genuinely think my mom's rice is better. I feel like it has more flavor, and his mom's rice is good as hell too. I'm not saying it's bad or it's like uh, it's way better than everybody else's. I'm just saying when it comes to my mom's rice, her flavor is on point. But he said it was too much. I think he said. I think. Uh, I think it's it's bias. Like you're, maybe you're biased because I. I don't think so though because I've I've met other people who made food. Um, our cousin's mom made burritos and I'm like, damn. And she made a sauce, right? Remember that? When she, she made a sauce and it was better than my mom's. And that's hard to say, but it's the truth. I'm going to say the truth. I'm like, this shit is good. And that shit was super good. And I kind of fiend for her a little bit because I remember asking her when the next time she's going to make them. I don't think, I don't think she ever did. Maybe she did. I don't remember. Um, yeah, there's, I, when it comes to my mom's food, I feel like Everyone fucks with it. I remember, I remember, uh, also another one of our cousins from the field. He would be like, When's your mom gonna make ch- uh, chipotle? But with chipotle, which is like a stew of, of uh, it's um, is it pork? Oh, no, I no, thought no. it was ground beef, it's ground beef, ground beef, so potato, yeah, 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 and it's like some type of chili sauce. So, and... it's, yeah, it's uh, yeah, potatoes, carrots, uh, ground beef, and in a sauce that's spicy thick sauce and she would make it with rice on the side and he would say hey when when's she gonna make it it's really good it's really good i've never had it and it, it seems like i've never met anybody else who makes this that he tastes, said that no me i've never seen anybody who makes chipotle oh, never yeah. and i've never had it from anyone else but my mom's has always been hella good especially when she gets it where it's really thick the sauce is really thick and spicy um and he 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 would like he would eat it in taco form, and I I don't fuck with eating yeah. it with tortillas. Like I just eat it with a spoon, and he fuck with eating it with tortillas. But I remember one time my mom made uh, tacos. It was just carne con chile, which is meat in 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 a in a and like it's not a salsa, huh? It's like a it's just chile. Look it up, carne con chile. If you if you don't, but know if they it. look it up, it's not going to be the same. 
would be similar somewhat. Yeah. But he, it, we had burrito, we had tacos from the day before. Remember, it was like two days old. <laughs> yeah, it was our lunch. We had it in the, in the car, and it was two like two days old. And the meat and everything. And did he know or he didn't? Yeah, he came and he asked us. He said, "Hey, you got any? You got any of your mom's burritos or something like that?" And then we were like, "We have some, but it's like two days old." He's like, "I don't care. Give them to me." And he grabbed them and he put he, them down. Yeah, he put them down. And I remember he said they're good. He said them they're, they're still good. good. I remember we asked him like, "They're still good?" He's like, "Yeah, they're still good." But I just think I, I think too like I think my mom's cooking is elite. It's top tier. Yeah. And everyone who's who have I gave food to at work said hell yeah. Like I'm the I on next yeah, next month there's one guy from uh from work that hasn't tried any of my mom's food. Everybody else Damn, I thought everybody tried it already. No, he because he, I tend to take it on Saturday and one of the guys just he just unlucky. He never gets to work a Saturday that I work with him. And that Saturday I work with him. This is the first Saturday I've worked with him that I'm bringing food. And I told him, I'll I'll bring food again. I, I told myself, like, it's just because of the process. I don't like putting, making my mom cook, like, a shit ton of food for, like, I just don't like her working on Saturday, especially in the morning, like, cooking, making her cook in the morning. I just, I just don't, I don't like doing that. But it just, some it's sometimes it's exciting for me to give people food. That's why I continue, I do it. It's, it's exciting for me to watch them enjoy it. For whatever reason. Experience it. Yeah, like when I see them fuck with it, when I see people eat and I can see they're enjoying it, for whatever reason, it's satisfying to me. I don't know why. Hmm. Um, so uh, I'm going to take I'm gonna take food to him. And and uh, I remember one guy, one guy, he's like, I haven't had good Mexican food like that in a long ass time. He said it brought tears to my eyes. And I'm like, this dude. damn. I was like, this, this dude's fucking with me. But he said, no, no joke. He said, if, whenever you bring food, I'm coming in. I'll work that Saturday. Don't care. I'm coming in. He, and it, I'm like, man, maybe he wasn't playing around. But I, when I tasted it, I'm like, this shit good. Yeah. And I've never had anybody other than, other than the Griense, right? Other than the Griense. Um, to have that love, that caliber of the burrito, caliber huh? of a burrito, yeah, it's like it's, and when you're full and you're like, man, I want another one. Yeah, I remember my friend from Northern Concrete when I, when I invited him over to the house, and uh, we went outside, and he because he he was like he, he wanted a burrito. He had told me at work like I would love a burrito, whatever, and I was like, one day I'll invite you over, and I invited him over, and we went to the backyard and we had a picnic table, right, and my mom made us burritos. And my mom brought us a burrito out, and and then he's like, I, I got beer, I got beer, I put beer on the table, I got Hennessy straight out the freezer and put it on the table, and then my mom came and she brought us two burritos, and we were outside and we ate the burrito. I finished, I finished the burrito, I finished mine, and he was eating it. He was telling me this is hella good. He's like, bro, I can't believe you eat, you get this all the time, like you get to have this, and then he was like. Like this much left of the burrito, which is probably like two inches. And my mom came back with another one for him, only for him. Because uh, she knows that I only eat one. She came back with another one. He looked and he was all surprised. Like, oh, shit. He's like, bro. He's like, I don't know if I could eat all that. He's like, I'm all a fool. And I was like, bro, you just eat it. Who cares? Just whatever. And then he was like, <laughs> he's like, all right, whatever. And he started eating it. He started eating it. And we were drinking. We were drinking. And I remember him telling me, like, it was hella good. 
Like I, it almost like the way he told me about it was almost like if it was a highlight of his life. And I'm like, damn, it just this is just another thing to remind you of. Like, damn, it's just good, huh? And it, I don't think my mom's cooking is average. It's top tier. No, it is top tier. It's, and especially because of the sauces. Especially because of the sauces. Like, it seems, I don't know where the hell she learned it, but she got it down. I think her mom and stuff. Well, I remember she told me she would always, they would always, she would always do all the cooking. And they do it like still original with that rock, huh? Where they're squishing shit too. They, that's just, they have so much sauces, right? They have the green sauce, the red sauce, the, the guacamole diff- sauce, and then the carne asada sauce, which is kind of a thicker, like, and they just mix it everything. And it's kind of like a paste that they make. So it, there's like five different sauces. There's, and you can tell, like, like there's a specific sauce when you eat, when, when my mom's going to make tostadas, that red one. There's a spe- it's like different. It's they look similar, but she uses different peppers. Oh yeah, so it tastes different. And you can get fucked, huh? Have yeah. you ever got fucked like yeah, accidentally? You think just because you base it on color, you see a color of a sauce, and you green sauce is usually what what you would eat with meat and tacos or why well, eat tacos. everything? I eat red one too. I think that's just you who has a certain. No, I, I I like all depending that on what it is, like the the burrito sauce. I don't eat that with tacos. I eat the green one. Well, what's the burrito sauce? The red the one? The red one. I eat red one with tacos. I don't. I, I won't. It's just green. Green tastes better. I'm not going to. It's like, it's it, if I'm going to eat something, I'm going to eat it with how it's meant to be. I eating. put both. You don't put both? Nah. It's how you not put it both? it fucks up the flavor. No, it I like, doesn't. It's I like the green one. That's it. Nah, if I'm eating burritos, it. I like the red one. If I'm eating tostadas, I like the spicy red one. It's a different red one. It's a complete different taste. They look similar. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's completely like it's thicker. It's a thicker. It's sauce. a thicker, but I, and you can see the seeds on the other one. Yeah, and, and but sometimes you get you just you're just trying to eat shit fast and you end up putting the different wrong sauce. But that, I fucked up a burrito burrito like that by just not thinking and just putting that bunch of sauce on that shit and then biting into it and I'm like oh like it kind of ruins the flavor. It has a certain flavor. It's unique for cuaritos, huh? And yeah. tostadas. Which is pigskin, huh? What he says, pigskin. Yes, pickled pigskin. Pickled pigskin on top of a like a hard tortilla shell. Yeah, it's a it's a fried tortilla shell with uh, bean paste, uh, cabbage, and salt, lemon, and then the pigskin, the pickled pigskin on top, which doesn't sound appealing. Like when you, if you were to tell somebody, well, I, I mean, I'm I'm not really into it that much either. Though. That shit fire. It is good. It's it is good. good. But I remember when too when I went to Mexico, the there was a, our cousin's dad. He, that's what he sold. He sold uh, waters and he sold tostadas and he sold some other things too. And he came to the house and he was making everybody tostadas. And he looked at me and he's like, "You want one?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." But their tostadas is different. It's like, what do you call those things that you fry? Those Mexican things that expand and then they get larger, circular. Oh. Almost look like a tire. Churros? Yeah, churros. You know how they make the square ones? The big ones that get hella big. That's good too, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the one he made me. It was oh. hella big. Hella yeah. big. And he loaded it with Put like, a picture up. Yeah, I'll put a picture up. churros. For the churros. Because those square ones, those square ones are a little tricky. Because that shit was better though. That shit was better than the those, than the original tortilla oh, harsha. Yeah. He he loaded it with with everything. Because it's, when somebody's giving me something, I don't like being picky. Yeah, even though seems, even though if they're putting something I don't like. Yeah, and it, they people might say like 
that it's you're not being rude if you just tell them like, oh, I don't like this. They won't put it on. But to me, but like, yeah, yeah, to me, that's almost like, like a I'm, Mexican. Yeah, thing. I'm being rude whenever somebody offers me anything, no matter what it is. I don't give a fuck what it is. Even I'm if gonna, I hate it, yeah, I'm eating. I'm gonna eat it. I'll eat it just out of out of respect, huh? You give yeah. me food, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna, well, I'm not gonna like make that. you make me a separate batch. Yeah, just so I can know I'll eat whatever you eat. That's how it always is, and. I remember one time, just to finish this off, I know we're probably a little bit over, but uh, one time my friend Alex, I went to his house and his mom would always make his food. It was always fire, right? His mom was Mexican too. And it it was always fire. And she would make pizza out of tortillas and she would make like pizza. I don't know what she would put on some sauce. And I think they put like crema on there, like that like Mexican s- crema, right? That's oh. not sour cream, right? That could, you know, that one that comes in a white container. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it's it's all it. it, it I don't know what that is. I don't yeah, know what that is, but, but it's, it's like a it's like a Mexican good. white cream, and I I believe it was that, and they put it all over, right? And they all served this, and my friend Alex was said it's hella good. I'm like, all right. So we went and we sat down at the table, and I started eating it, and then I didn't like it. It was pretty bad. Like it was that cream yeah. that was overwhelming to me, but because I'm not somebody who's going to be rude, I just ate it. I just ate it and I was knocking it down with soda to like, I would eat it and then drink kettle of soda <laughs> because I didn't want, I didn't want to, like, it was so nasty to me. But so I finished it. I forced it down. And she's like, you want more? I was like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> and then uh, we left. He's like, all right, we can go play now. We went outside. We were kids. We went outside and then. We crossed, like, we left his house and we crossed into the, like, it's the same block, but it's across the, the, the street, so he couldn't really see me no more. And I remember I threw up. I threw up right there. And he's like, he's like, what the hell? Why are you throwing up? And I'm like, but I didn't like it. I didn't like the, the, the. he's like, why'd you eat it then? He's like, you should have just told me. Oh, you wouldn't have to eat it. And I was like, no, I just couldn't eat it, man. And I, could, I couldn't say nothing. I had to eat it. And I remember that shit was hella funny because he was laughing at me hella hard. He's like, just don't eat it if you don't like it. It just seemed rude to tell him that you don't like it. It just seemed rude. So you just, you just got to man up. I think maybe it. it is in like Mexican culture. Yeah, I'm not sure where we got it from. It just seems rude. And also like whenever, it may be because I'm not sure where this come from. Maybe it's the way we were raised. But whenever I go somewhere, when I, whenever I go to someone else's house, I always want to be the less. I want to be as like. You don't want to be a burden, huh? Yeah, I don't want to be a burden. I want to be. I want to be as. Um, I don't want to inconvenience anyone, especially at someone else's house. So I, whenever they ask me for food, no, I'm okay. There's something to drink, no, I'm okay, right? And it's just like well, I'm there to get to do something, and then I'm usually out. Like I don't want to be there for longer. I don't want to overdo my welcome type shit. I want to be in there for what I'm supposed to be in there, and then I'm. Have out. you ever said no when you were hell hungry? Yeah. I've always said, I've, I've been like that too, where I've been at, I think this was a, a long time ago at, at an old girlfriend's house and um, her mom, we were at her house and her mom said, you hungry? And I was like, no, I'm good. I already ate. She's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And then hours passed by and they're like, hey, you hungry? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and and they're like, you sure? Like it's been, it's been a while. Like you're not hungry? And I'm like, nah, my mom, when she feeds me, when she gives me food, it's like in big portions. I told her, it's in big portions. So I'm pretty full for a long time. She's like, that's surprising. And I was like, plus, like, why would I eat if I'm like, I don't have, I don't have, I'm not hungry. 
And she's like, oh, we should all be like you, like not eat when you're not hungry. Cause she's like, oh, I always eat, even if I'm not hungry. It's just like a thing. But in reality, I was super hungry. And I remember like hours passed by, more hours passed by. It was getting late. And then when her her mom left, her mom left and it was just me and her or whatever. And then when she wasn't looking, I went to the kitchen and there was like egg, leftover egg. And I was eating that shit. <laughs> I was eating that shit because I was hella hungry. I was hella hungry and I was eating that shit. Just Even though they had asked me multiple times, you want to eat? I was like, no, no. I don't know why. Is I don't. I think people need to... Maybe we need to ask other people, is that rude? Because I'm pretty sure if you ask Mexican people, they'll say, they might say it's not rude, but they're not going to do it. So doesn't that mean that it's rude? Mm, I guess I wouldn't know. Maybe it's just us or maybe it's more common. No, I don't think, think it's us because a lot of people I know are like that who are Mexican. Mm. I guess I never asked anybody outside who's not Mexican or how they feel about that, if that's rude. It seems like everyone who I've ever asked, are you hungry? They'll tell me for real if they're hungry. Yeah, people... Like, I've never met someone who's like, nah, I'm not hungry, and be like, yeah, they're hungry. Yeah, because there'll be... Sometimes there's people who will, like... They'll even help themselves, huh? There's people who, like, if you bring pizza to work or somewhere, and they see, like, everybody getting some, even though they weren't told, hey, come here, get some, they just come grab some. There's certain people like that. When I first started working at the dealership, not first, I was probably there for like a year, two years, something like that. Um, I, first time I ever brought food, I brought burritos. First time ever <clears throat> brought burritos to work. And the day before I walked around and I told everyone, so I knew how many I'm supposed to bring. I walked around, told everybody, do you want one? And they told me, yeah or no. But it ended up being like 16 burritos in total that I, from people who said they wanted one. Made like 16 of them. And that's a lot. I brought them and I had a container in them and to keep them warm. And I set it on my box. And the first few people that see me come in, I handed out burritos. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to carry it. It's a big ass bag. I'm not going to carry it around the whole, to the whole shop. So I'm like, I'm going to just go tell everybody to come get it. So I left. I left. Thinking in my head, nobody should grab something that's not theirs, right? Like, Obvious, right? Just it normal. just seems like no common, common, common sense. Common sense. It's not. It's, it's not courteous, rude, right? Yeah, just to not. It's grab. more than rude. You can't just grab somebody's stuff. So there's a salesman, and he's now he's I'm cool with him, whatever. But I never, I never brought this back up to him, but because it's whatever. But he just passes by, and he's like, "Oh, who brought food in?" Right to one of the dudes that's there already halfway eating his shit, the burrito. And he's like, oh, Sue's brought food in. And he's like, oh, all right, I'll take one. And he just grabbed one. So then everybody else that I went and go gather, I went and grabbed everybody who, who ordered their burrito. I went and grabbed them and told them, hey, come get, come get the burrito. Everybody came. And I was one short. Because he took that because one. he took the one, so I had I had brought one for me, and so I had sixteen plus mine. So then I I had to give him mine. So then the whole day I didn't need nothing. The the you had to give that person who wasn't gonna get one because the other guy took it. Yeah, you had to give him yours. I gave him mine. Oh, I gave him mine because he came and it's like I acted like I acted like. Oh, I didn't, I knew I was short one, but I wasn't going to make a scene because I didn't want them to be like, 
oh, don't worry about it. But then you didn't know, huh? You didn't know somebody had taken it? I didn't know. So somebody told you afterwards? Yeah. Okay. I was one short. And then I was like, I can't make, I just, here, just take, I was like, here, just take mine. Well, I didn't say take mine. I just said here. But then I didn't, I didn't eat all day but because of him. And then I'm like, it just, at first it hit me like, man, should I go tell him something? Cause it's like, it seemed, I didn't know if it was at the time I was still thinking like, I didn't know how everything happened. If he just took one, I'm like, I can't let him get away with that. Cause basically now he's punking me. That's what my, I was thinking, I was trying to weigh it, whether or not I'd be in the right to go tell him something. But then I was also like, if this escalates, I've always been like, if something escalates, then I gotta, I gotta follow the, I gotta follow the. You gotta match the energy, huh? Yeah, I gotta. You can't come it. to somebody with an issue, yeah. and not prepared. That's like I think we're the same way. We're always prepared to war for war, huh? So, <laughs> if, so in my head, I'm like, is it worth it over a burrito? If I go over there, tell him something, and he's like, "What's up?" Whatever, and I'm like, "Well, I can't just let somebody just say that to me and then not." And there's no follow back. And it's not even a, it's not even a big deal that he took a burrito. It's just the the act of like not caring for. Just, it just seems disrespectful. Just, just, a yeah. bit. So then I, that's why I was weighing it whether or not. And I'm like, for a burrito, it's not worth it. It's whatever. Because if he would have came and asked you, you would have gave it to him. If he came and asked me, I would have been, I probably would have gave him mine. Yeah, I know. I know you would I would have just gave him mine because I'm like, oh, damn. I didn't think so. Now, every time I go, I always take extra just in case because you never know. And every single time, someone always eats it. There's always someone. Thank you for listening to the AB podcast. You can follow us in the links below. All our social medias are linked there. If you want to buy some merch, the merch that we're usually wearing in the podcast, you can buy it as well. The link will be below.